Hello and welcome to This Comics Life, guys. It's me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's locked up in a quarantined house due to a stupid goddamn virus. Anyway, guys, I'm sure you're well aware of it, but I will bring you a special episode with my favorite guest that's also in quarantine as well, Zach Hillman. He is here on his end in his house. I'm over on my end, and that's why it's a little different this episode. Nonetheless, guys, it's awesome, and it's amazing, and it's super fun, and yeah, that's why I'm doing this little intro beforehand, but... Before I get any further, let's just get into this intro, shall we? Stand up comedy, open mics, interviews, and the podcast too. It's just a day in the life for Daryl Williams. All right, we're ready. We're here. We're kind of here in theory. I mean, pretty pretty sure you missed the timing on that one. I was clapping when you were on too, my man. We'll figure that's, it out in post. It's all good. Technology is the that's, best. I mean, that's why we're we're big time Hollywood big shots, you know. We got we got all the equipment. Mhm. It's cool that we can yep. do this virtually without having to have it be over the phone the whole time. Yeah, I prefer not seeing your face, actually. This is great. <laughs> this is ideal, you know? I wish I could talk to you like this all the time. I just wish you didn't have a face. I think... <laughs> or just a different there face. There was some sort of... <laughs> Some sort of, like, badger or wolverine-related accident where mm. <laughs> where you just... You just wore a hockey mask all the time. I think that would be... <laughs> no. That's, this is mean. I'm not this mean to Daryl normally. Oh, yeah, it's because we're virtually away from one another. We're Obviously, we're quarantined, yeah. guys, and uh, Zach's on his right. end in his abode, and I'm at my abode. So uh, Yeah, we're, we're safe, and yet somehow we're still totally sick. Right. <laughs> I feel like if you sneeze, I'm going to definitely get coronavirus still. It's going to travel straight through this uh, yeah. through this headset microphone. If I've seen into your ears rom coms, if I've seen enough rom coms, that's how we not only catch coronavirus but we fall in love too. This is yeah, this is a quarantine meet cute right now. Exactly that's what we're up to. <laughs> there is a rom com called Five Feet Apart. Baby, it hits so hard, holding on to my chest. Don't tell me the one time you're interested in some guy, he's also got CF. I just helped him set up his med cart. I know you, Stella. Organizing a med cart is like foreplay. <laughs> Six feet apart at all times. You both know the rules. You catch his infection and you can kiss new lungs goodbye. That's I've heard a lot of people talking about this movie. I guess people are watching illness movies because it makes them feel at ease about how how close we are to mortal peril i don't know um i don't like but it yeah i've i've heard you don't like the the scary contagion movies and whatnot i don't understand how nobody likes watching outbreak until the coronavirus comes out and then suddenly everybody's watching outbreak well i mean 
what to tell you other than that, <laughs> you know, it's finally real for people. Excuse me, General, you got a minute? Oh, there you are, Sam. Colonel Briggs has been looking for you. Colonel, take this man into custody. We're in deep shit, Billy. The virus is aerosolized. What are you talking about? It's going airborne. Colonel, would you excuse us? Certainly, sir. Mataba is only spread through direct human contact. Now, you said that yourself, Sam. I know what I told you, but now I'm telling you we're facing a new strain. What? It spreads like the flu. Impossible. Fine. Go to the hospital, check it out yourself. Go without a mask, you'll see more clearly. You got 19 dead, you got hundreds more infected, and it's spreading like a brush fire. You gotta isolate the sick, and I mean really isolate them, Billy. We gotta get everybody else back into the houses, we gotta keep them there. We're doing that, Sam. No, we're not doing it because I just drove through 100 people. And if one of them has got it, then 10 of them have got it. And if one of them gets out of Cedar Creek, Billy, then we're in deep fucking shit. And we're already in deep fucking shit. And if you're going to arrest me, arrest me now. All right, Sam, all right. Don't threaten me. Don't threaten my crew. Please, leave us to do our work. All right, Sam, all right. You were never here. No, I was here. I followed the bug here. I've always been here. I mean, if there was an outbreak of quicksand, I bet you that like a lot of people would go back and watch like old 60s cartoons of like... <laughs> Elmer Fudd getting stuck in quicksand, and they'd be like, "Oh, this is relevant to me now." You know, <laughs> like it did seem like you were like it was a pretty much fifty-fifty chance that you were going to either die in quicksand or have a coconut drop on your head, and you become like a genius. Oh man, coconuts were the scourge of the sixties. That's mm-hmm. I just love back in the sixties too, where you know you could get a huge brain injury and then. To cure that huge brain injury, you had to have a bigger brain injury. Yeah, no. Trauma definitely begets trauma. And, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also cures trauma. So of course. That's, yeah. I it mean, makes perfect sense to me. How many times would you see Gilligan get, like, a coconut dropped on his head, and then he would become just as smart as the professor? And then he'd get a second coconut yeah. dropped on his head, and then he's back to being dumb Gilligan. Are you all right, Ginger? Gilligan? I'm not Ginger. I'm Mary Ann. What was I doing up there on that stage? Did you hear that? Mary Ann wants to know what she was doing on the stage. Yes, Mary Ann wants to. Oh, that's wonderful. I could kiss her, and I think I will. Mm. Is that the old Mary Ann who wants to know what the new Ginger is doing, or the new Ginger who wants to know what the old Mary Ann was doing? Well, I guess we're back to the old Mary Ann and the old Ginger. Oh, and I was just getting used to it the other way. Professor. What, dear? Look at Ginger. Something must be the matter with her. She's wearing my clothes. She must think she's me. And then he's just as sexy as Ginger. (laughs) He starts being trans and he starts dressing up like a woman and they're all like, whoa, 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 get another coconut. We got to drop it on his head quickly. (laughs) Hey, man, this is like the 60s. We're not cool with this at all yet. This is... (laughs) <laughs> this is pre Caitlyn Jenner, man. We don't know what's going on. Get a fucking coconut. It's like the skipper Stuff comes him in up his to bra. Him. We don't. It's just like <laughs> the skipper's hey. all like, "Hey, little buddy," and it's little like, buddy. It's "Little ma'am." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, he, Gilligan's all like, "Hey, big fella." Oh, wow. That would have been a totally different show. That would. If they if they tried to go like dark with it, right? And they like, like if they did the Wilfred version, 
of Gilligan's Island, mm-hmm. and he like got a coconut dropped on his head and became trans, and then yeah, all of a sudden he was like trying to seduce the professor and the skipper, and he went yeah, into this like weird fever hearts. dream. Yeah, that would be dope. Or maybe, or maybe like the natives would, because remember they had those weird like totally offensive like headhunter natives that right. would pop up. I thought they were every, called like, the Globetrotters. Ten or so episodes. <laughs> Did the Globetrotters show up on Gilligan's Island? Yeah, they did. Oh my god, they were all over the sixties. Yeah, they why they why were everywhere. Were they so popular in the sixties. They were on Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo movies. Yep, I remember that. Hey you guys, look who's here. The Globetrotters. What would they be doing here? Let's find out. Boy, sure is great seeing you guys again. And how? And especially here in the middle of nowhere. I'm sure glad we decided to stop here to have a picnic. You bet. So are we. (laughs) And double thanks for the grub. Where you guys headed? For some peace and quiet, we hope. We just finished some games around Boston and we're bushed. Not to mention tired. Like, hey, I've got a great idea. We're on... We're on our way to visit my uncle Nathaniel. Why don't you come along with us? Thanks, but we couldn't barge it on him like that. No, no, like his place has got like 75 rooms, man. It's no problem. Believe me. Well. Then it's settled. Let's clean up and go. And if it's peace and quiet, this is the place. Nothing exciting has happened around here since, oh, since the Redcoats left 200 years ago. They also showed up. They had their own cartoon. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that as well. Mm, Now hear this, like that. (laughs) They got their, their like Charlie of Charlie's Angels was, it was just like a voice over a loudspeaker that would be like, "Mm, now hear this, someone is invading Globetrotter home world. And it's just like. (laughs) Ooga, ooga, now dig this, dig this. It's our eye in the sky. Our globe circling gather up. Enough already. I've got an epic assignment for you dribbling dudes. <coughs> Moody Man's planning a double whammy feature at Moody City. His movie madmen are stealing the top secret mystery robot. Wow, time to go. Uh oh, hold it. And then now, I, obviously, I spent, you got to have the Globetrotters figure it out. Yeah, no. And it it always involves, like, a five-on-five basketball game, though. It was like, well, how about this, you Venusians that have never even seen a basketball or heard about this game? Why don't we hinge the entire outcome of this seemingly improbable series of events on the outcome of a five-on-five basketball game <laughs> involving... A fucking forklift, and like, <laughs> and the Venusians were just like, "Well, we've never heard of that, but yeah, sounds dope." You know, obviously, basketball is a pretty easy sport to pick up. You know, you could definitely be like dunking in the you know ten minutes after you start. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, especially when you can drive a forklift onto the court. I think that. <laughs> well, I didn't say there's a rule book against it. You know, there's no rule in the. Saying you can't have a forklift, you can't have a donkey, you can't have a golden retriever. 
why would they have a referee there with a rule book if they were just going to bring forklifts on the court <laughs> anyway? Well, the referee is more like a symbolic, you know, gesture, like you know, wrestling, like pro wrestling. Yeah, you know, yeah. the you got you got to have a zebra there, right? The rest, the yeah. the ref is basically just there to to see if like they're still alive after like you know the the DDT and stuff. It, yeah, all of his training has to do with like calibrating the pulse rates of other species from different worlds <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't know anything about traveling or double dribbles nope. he's just like oh my god these titanians die or some shit <laughs> or that, is that what people from titan would be called titanians no they'd just yeah. be called titans huh they'd be called titans yeah. the titanians sound like yeah. a race of just you know boob women like they're just boobs yeah <laughs> And they they came here on their famous starship, the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen that old fifties? Uh, Niceberg dead ahead. <laughs> I think it was either the fifties or sixties. I forget. It's back in the day. There is a movie called like Attack of the Fifty Foot Boob or something like that. I know there's Attack of the of the Fifty Foot Woman or whatever. Yeah, I've there's definitely heard of that. There's the Fifty Foot Woman, and I think that's played by. Daryl Hannah. I could be wrong. Daryl Hannah's in her biggest role ever, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. How'd she get so big? I've never seen it, so... But, no, there's one... You would know and I wouldn't. literally like a giant boob. It's like a blob boob, and it's like taking over cities, and and it looks like just like this huge boob. Like rolling through town. This, this was a family movie, or uh... yeah, it was on the Disney Channel. Hey guys, the internet here. What Daryl is mistakenly thinking of is a 1972 Woody Allen film entitled "Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex," but we're afraid to ask. It consists of a series of short sequences loosely inspired by Dr. David Rubin's 1969 book of the same name. The part Daryl was thinking about was when Woody Allen's character, a sex researcher, and a female journalist, visit a crazy doctor. They witness a series of bizarre sexual experiments underway at the lab, and realize that the mad scientist is growing a giant boob. The giant breast then escapes and terrorizes the city parodying the movie, The Blob. They end up capturing it with a giant bra. No joke. That's a real live movie. So the next time someone brings up how awesome and amazing Annie Hall is, you can say what about that movie about the giant boob? Along with like the Airbud, where it was like, oh, there's no rule that says the dolphin can't play soccer like that. They had that subgenre, but they also had the one where it was like the kid turned 12 or 14 or something. Mm-hmm. And then he started turning into a, a dragon or a leprechaun or a mermaid or something, sure. you know. As you do. That was like the other big subgenre of uh, the Disney Channel at that time. Yes, is they something's happening to you. It's like puberty, but we got we can't say puberty. Oh, here's what we'll yeah. do. It's a magic power <laughs> instead. <laughs> Which is a you're lot like puberty. You're turning into a shimmera. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting these yeah. great powers because we can't say you're getting hair on your dick and your voice is getting deeper. No, instead you're getting scales on your dick because you're turning into a fucking chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that would totally. be dope. I would want to be a chupacabra. That would, 
Dude, I would want to see the Chupacabra one. I'm really surprised they didn't ever do that. Yeah. I think it's because Mexican people really aren't down with chupacabras, dude. They're really like... Honey, like I turned the kids into chupacabras. Yeah. But, it, but it'd be like family... Everyone in our family, when they turn 13, they turn into a chupacabra, mijo. Oh, know, like, right. Like teen chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a teenage chupacabra. Why? And yeah. Like, Dad, how come I like yeah. to suck goat's blood now? What's the hit? Why am I getting this natural urge? Why am I clawing on children's <laughs> windows? What is this, Dad? Yeah. Like, how do I know Spanish here, now? Let me tell you about our family. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Iowa. What is going on here? <laughs> right? I've never met a Mexican in my life, and now I want to hang out with only them. No, but that was the thing is it was always it was always about the culture that had the like cryptozoological creature. Mm-hmm. Like if it was if it was someone turning into a leprechaun, they were from an Irish family. And if it was sure, uh, sure. you know, someone turning into a Sasquatch is because they were a white trash family. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. they were country. Form bumpkins. follows function, man. Yeah, exactly. I do feel like Anywhere yeah. your surroundings are, you are going to like suddenly come up with stuff that doesn't make sense or doesn't really exist, but you're like, I saw it. I seen it one time. I seen it. And then, <laughs> I seen it with my own two eyes. Right. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but you were actually drunk and weren't really looking with your own eyes either. It was a regular man in a business suit, and he had a hamburger head, and he was the mayor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 oh man i definitely i think you just I, I went to we mcdonald's should... <laughs> i think that's what happened ron <laughs> we should definitely turn that into like a an evil like you know you tell your kids not to go to mcdonald's because the evil hamburglar and mayor <laughs> mccheese is gonna get you <laughs> but then but then like 20 years later you have a disney move about movie about it and mm-hmm. the guy's like miho you're turning into a hamburger. That's everyone in our family. When they turn 13, they turn into Mayor McCheese. <laughs> There's no election or anything. For some reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you are the mayor of Burger Town, or what is it? Right? Fryland? Fryland? Fryland. Yeah, I yeah. think it's Fryland. And yeah. it's some planet, I think, that's also like, it's not even of the world of Earth. It's like, yeah, they go, like, Ronald well, the McDonald fry kids goes are definitely aliens. Yeah, yeah, they're all aliens, but Ronald McDonald goes to space somehow. I don't know where space comes into it. I mean, I mean, I, I, I would easily believe that any of them was from outer space. That's <laughs> <laughs> they should have given more we context. Don't, we don't have grimaces on Earth. Yeah, it was like there was some what sort of food. Is grimace supposed to be? Yeah, he's not a food at all. He's just a purple blob. He's just a fucking freeloader. That's what he is. I feel like he's he has, just, like, a life debt, like, kind of like Chewbacca, you know, where he, like, kind of, yeah. like, owes Ronald McDonald his life, so he's kind of, like, now his servant. Yeah. I also feel I like uh, <laughs> there's, like... I want to see the journey of Grimace. There That's needs what... <laughs> to be more backstory, because he also has, like, there's a Grimace land. There's, like, he's definitely, like, the last of his kind or something like that. Oh, he's, like, Tigger? Kind of. Did you say the Except N-word? He's like... Because he's kind of like an <laughs> N-word. <laughs> That's he is of McDonald Land, yeah. Oh yeah, the that, show. I mean, it must have been the technology. That's how I I think I heard it that way. I mean, he's for sure slow. He's probably <laughs> the basis for Patrick the Starfish. Probably if you thought about it. <laughs> I th- they have like the same body shape almost. 
they definitely need to be like more backstory of like why he goes to space. Like there's like some sort of beef crisis on Earth, so he has to go find like more burger patties or something like that. And then he ends up finding like you, you know some other burger land in space, and then he just you subjugates one person all to solve the a crisis. <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you pick Ronald McDonald? Yeah, just to be like, I know what'll solve this: rainbows. Like you know, <laughs> like <laughs> let's bring a little magic into your world. Play the Monopoly game. You know, it's like, how? What crisis are you solving right now? Right. It's weird. Have you heard of a? Uh, have you heard of Max Sabbath? What? No. Max Sabbath. Okay. Is it well, like Mac tonight? I know because I only know. Uh, I don't know McDonald's Max mascots. <laughs> <laughs> that was your major in college. In yeah, Dominguez Hills. Yeah. <laughs> I majored in mascoting. Yeah. yeah, I got my I got my Mac diploma right here. Yeah. <laughs> came my Mick came with diploma. a free Shamrock Shake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Max Sabbath. They're um they're a heavy metal band. Mm. Uh, they do Black Sabbath covers, but all of their songs they're they're like overwritten, like kind of a Weird Al style, right? But they're overwritten to be about McDonald's. So. Like... <laughs> called mcrock and uh mcrock and mcroll and that's what they (laughs) i'll take a mcrock and a mcroll please (laughs) yeah would you like that with a side of fucking shred dog that's (laughs) yeah could you uh melt my face off with (laughs) with american cheese please can you serve can you have slash serve it to me please (laughs) <laughs> slash does everything slash mm-hmm. would be there slash and lenny kravitz would just be like no man let me do it i have everywhere a very nice story about slash i had a friend that was a massage therapist i don't want to hear it <laughs> allow me to hold on to my preconceived notions that slash is a huge douche no <laughs> actually slash slash seems like a super nice guy it's like lenny kravitz he's the one that i can't stand right I'm like lenny yeah <sighs> Well, ultimately, all your songs sound like someone else's song. Like, I mean, Slash is Jewish, so I think that's where he gets Saul. a lot of his like yeah. you know values, his upbringing. Maybe, maybe he was a nice, a nice, well-adjusted male, and then just became one of the he best also rockers was born. Ever. He was also born in England, right? I think so. So he's not yeah, even he was from born here. in England, and then I think he moved here when he was like really young. Yeah, I think he, he's like half black or something. I don't know. I don't know. I think his real name is Saul. Or maybe I'm thinking of Lenny Kravitz now. It's <laughs> Saul. His name is Saul. Yeah, so you can't be bad if your name is Saul. So Better call him. He used to get private massages from my friend, and my friend was saying that she originally thought he was going to be this like you know crazy a rock star that like you know was definitely gonna like me to her and he was the very opposite of that i you see i like that he was just I, a very nice although gentle you know upstanding gentleman and tipped her well had a nice time <laughs> I, well i hope he at least tipped her well i feel like when people tell stories like that about celebrities where it's like oh yeah like 
you know, Anne Hathaway is really nice in person or something. It's like we're kind of just giving them credit for being the baseline of decency. Right. Oh, like, so they're normal? We just expect, yeah, we just expect like toddler tantrum level behavior from celebrities at all times. So when you're like, oh, yeah, fucking Kelly Cuoco tips really well, it's like, yeah, she better. She's a fucking millionaire. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. They should be the nicest people because they're so successful. They should, <laughs> and they have more resources. They should use them. Like, that's the weird thing, too, is, like, yeah, we hear a lot of celebrities tipping well and stuff, but we never hear about, like, Jeff Bezos, like, tipping well or, you know... Oh, well, that's because Jeff Bezos is a fucking monster. <laughs> I, can, I can 100% guarantee that. You don't get that rich unless you're at least, like... Okay, so what happened was he was probably 13 years old, and then he was like, why am I growing all these scales on my dick? And his dad was like, <laughs> listen, mijo... This happens to everyone in our family when they turn 13. (laughs) (laughs) And then we open up global distribution warehouses. His dad was like the DHL guy or something, and he was like, listen, mijo. (laughs) (laughs) We're not thinking big enough. What? We have pretty big boxes already. No, that's not the point. No. (laughs) It's not about the boxes. All the boxes. (laughs) (laughs) It's about what's in the boxes. When somebody needs a charging cable, they need to come to you and like, yeah. Right. This is, right. I feel like last last time I talked to you, uh, we, we were really offensive to uh, to Asian Americans and now yeah. we're like going to do well, we have to be, you Latinx know, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> They've been too high on the horse or the caballo uh, and we need to knock them down a couple of pegs. So they fucking do we? Yeah. They already do all our jobs. Why are we... Oh, well, yeah, we'll have them knock the pegs down for us. (laughs) And then... Oh, that's so terrible. They'll totally be right with us. Yeah. Um, No, I love to make fun of everybody equally. So let's get to some other races that we need to make fun of. That makes it all better, Daryl. That doesn't... (laughs) Hey, I make fun of the white race the most, so that's fine. I make fun of I only make fun of the whitest white people, which is albinos. <laughs> right. They but d- then again, they're <laughs> like the whitest of any race if you are albino. Like you can be you can be albino Mexican or albino Asian or Yeah, I would call that. I don't think white I've ever privilege. seen albino Middle Eastern, but that's oh what? They get the most jokes about them because they're so white? Yeah, that's their white privilege talking. Yeah. Take that. You'd Children it is look cool. looking motherfuckers. It is interesting that, like, yeah, out of all the races, there are those anomalies of, like, albinos uh, infiltrating that race. So, yeah, you're an albino Mexican or an albino African American or whatever, but you still have the but features you're an albino of. First. Yeah, you're an albino, but you have the features of another race. There's never that other way around where, like, you're from Ireland, but you have, you know, a black skin tone. What the fuck are you talking about, man? There's there's redhead. I think redhead is pretty close to that because you could be like <laughs> red ginger is the same as being black. <laughs> no, 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 no. As being albino. As oh, right. Like, like where it's a recessive gene, and like there are like Mexican people who have like recessive red hair genes. I don't know if that goes across every race, but I I know that there are like like black people can have the red hair gene. 
and then it like so you, you have, know, like, they have like a lighter complexion and freckles and all that. So you have like a ginger Kenyan? Yeah. The gingivitis, yeah. <laughs> it's just science. Yeah, man. I mean But it's never the other way around. We're scientists here. We're all scientists, so it's But it's not like yeah, you have like exactly. a dark skin tone pigment on like a man that is from Ireland and would look like a ginger, but he doesn't because he has like like a a dark skin like a reverse vitiligo right type of thing yeah yeah that's what i want to yeah, see I don't, I don't that's know. who's my next guest is gonna be <laughs> a black irishman <laughs> person with this rare skin disorder that mm-hmm. you... <laughs> just so i can prove myself right well i don't know maybe steve lardner knows a guy yeah steve lardner he knows every but irishman it's, it's pro- <laughs> yeah it's probably just a black guy that lives in ireland mm-hmm. and is born mm-hmm. in ireland yeah, I would assume that they're just so confused. They're so confused by non-white people there that they're like, "Oh, it must be a disorder," you know. Like there has to be black guys that have Irish accents, right? Oh, there must be. There must be. I mean, there's so many people of color in uh in the UK and France because of um because of the history of like imperialism in those two countries right. that there have to have been some people that hopped across. To Ireland from the UK or uh, yeah I, I would have to assume that there are some black Irish people I don't know how many I've never been to Ireland so I don't I don't really have a pulse for that you know yeah I would like to go um supposedly I'm half Irish yeah. half Scottish so I'm definitely all white oh dude go to go to Scotland Scotland is awesome Scotland is amazing yeah, it does we, seem um, like it would be cool. Not now, obviously. Uh, traveling doesn't seem fun at all. At the moment, yeah. <laughs> no. It's so like April April was like, oh yeah, plane tickets to Seattle are really affordable right now. And I was like, that's because you're going into the heart of the beast, dude. Right. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, check the... You're, the only cheaper flight is to Wuhan. Yeah, I know, right? Yep. Like, hey, man, these tickets to Ethiopia are really affordable. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, though, that you don't see a lot of out- this outbreak going into Africa. Um, I don't know why, but... It, it, mm, I, I've i heard that there are cases there. Right. I just don't... I thought the one place that really wasn't hit for a long time was uh, Latin America, Central and South America. Mm-hmm. Like, they... Well, that's why we're making were, fun like, of those of the people the most get. right now, right? Yeah, listen, Miho. When anyone in our family turns thirteen, they get COVID nineteen. <laughs> That's what they should call bitch, it. Let me tell you, yeah, COVID thirteen. You catch it COVID. when you're thirteen <laughs> at your. <laughs> it's as hopefully it just becomes like chicken pox, where it's like, yeah, get all these thirteen year olds in a room and have them play seven minutes in heaven, then then they'll get the COVID. It's the COVID era. Or quinceanera, <laughs> but with a COVID in it? I don't know. Covidita? Yeah. <laughs> Little COVID? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say... It's um, like, apparently, yeah. Hey, do we battle this uh, epidemic by naming some kid now that's born, it, like, just in this outbreak, like, uh, COVID? You know, is there going to be any little COVIDs running around? Sounds like that's, kind I of was, a cool name. Yeah, I was kind of thinking of that, like... What you know, coronavirus would kind of be like a cool name, mm-hmm. like like for you know, a porn star. 
Yeah. Or like Chernobyl's a good name, you know? Right, right, right. Three Mile Island, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's all it's all good. Well, H1N1, that's not very sexy. Or like No. But bird flu, that's H-E. cool. Well what would the nickname be for H one N one? H E? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, H E? <laughs> nah. H Eta. So what are you doing now that you're uh, Oh that's quarantine? what it would be. H Juanita. Oh, H-1-ita. yeah, that's what that's it is. That's what it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Ache un. Listen, H. Juanita. <laughs> Listen, mija. Whenever you turn 13, you're going to get the COVID. <laughs> I know you're named after H1N1, but it's just a family. It's just what happens in the family. No, Papa. I don't want to catch the COVID. <laughs> no, that was gusta. the best Mexican accent I've ever heard, <laughs> Daryl. It was spot you're on, so, right? You're you, nailing these accents. I mean, you can yeah. tell definitely that was from Mexico. I was like, is this one of Christina's aunts talking right now? Mm-hmm. Is this <laughs> Listen, one of her tias? Mijo. <laughs> uh, um, okay. <laughs> so getting back to COVID and the quarantine... Yes, how could we avoid that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. What are you oh, doing now that you're locked yeah. up? Or with your days now, most of them? I mean, most of them, well, I'm still working because... Ah. Um, you think that they would let yeah. you have be from home? Oh, no, no, no. I, I am. I'm working from home. It's just, you know... Ah, yes. <clears throat> in the throes of a pandemic, it's just kind of hard to, like, really focus on work, especially when, like... All my guitars are here, and all of my records are here, <laughs> right. and all of you know, all of the internet is kind of at my fingertips. And uh, also, hey, anytime you use an elevator, it might be the one that kills you, you know. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of, I'm still working. I'm working from home because uh, my construction company is, uh, it's a public works project. So. Uh, so we do have that exemption. I am still working, which is good, which is great. Um, Christina is actually still working too, because she she works for a uh, public <laughs> services agency. So we're both still working. Which is I was good. I was going to make a crass joke, but I'm glad I didn't. Just don't use the R word around Christina. That's all I'll say. Um, no, when you said she was and, working, I was going to be like working on that dick. I'm fine. I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit, but. I'm glad she didn't hear that. Yeah, right. She just yeah, right. She just got over a cold. We weren't even sleeping in the same bedroom for like two weeks. So it yeah. wasn't COVID. It wasn't <laughs> so she COVID, was definitely but. not working on that dick. No. I mean the strange <laughs> Said thing like is, a very dejected man. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> well she I no. mean No. It's like if we if we can't even sit on the same couch together, I don't know how I'm gonna like talk my way into her pants, you know? <laughs> like no. Maybe it's that's it's like the hey, thing. that's the kink now. It's like you're like six feet away from one another, but you're trying to get each other off still. <laughs> no. Let's just let's just try and splash our juices as close to each other as possible. Right. Yeah. Or you're just looking at mm. each other, you know, diddling one another and that's what's, you know, doing it. No. 
I mean, there there has to be someone who's like, okay, just no touching. Mm-hmm. Let's like jerk off in separate corners. I think they of call the same that warehouse. You know, I remember that was in a Sex in the City episode. It was like Parmacharya. It was this like tan- huh. tantric celibacy or something like that, where it was like they were getting off by like not getting off. No, oh. I think they call it edging well, now. <laughs> no. I thought edging was where you or you're like you're like always you're get- about to come mm-hmm. and then you stop. Yeah. And then you start again and you're about to come and then and then like the idea is that at the end of it you like, you know, ten times of that, then you have this like mega mondo orgasm. You know? <laughs> is that the clinical term for it? Yeah, that's that's what Doctor Ruth told me um, She's... when she and I edged. So <laughs> she's very tiny. What um, you need to do and, uh, is go and bring the penis up to about orgasm, and then you break it, <laughs> and, then and then you hold it. You hold it. Yeah. No, and then... I heard that's really unhealthy for you, though. <laughs> Probably is. Yeah. Dr. Ruth it's is like very unhealthy it in when you have you. to pee. <laughs> you can't get used to a woman that small because then you'll just be ruined for regular women. It's right? <laughs> not fair. Not fair. Did you watch the Dr. Once Ruth, had uh, Ruth documentary? You've seen the truth. I did not. What what is it on? It's on Hulu or HBO, I forget. Um one of the streaming services. Is it worth it? Hmm? Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Is it good? No. Okay. She's a very interesting lady. She's also like a Holocaust survivor. It's like crazy. What? Mm-hmm. What? Did orgasms get her through the Holocaust? She totally got through the Holocaust by yeah. giving like sex advice to all the, like the SO servicemen. <laughs> She's like she was telling all the all the like thirteen year old women there. They were like, in our culture, when you turn thirteen, <laughs> begin. Yep. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. Um, no, yep. but yep. you could definitely, yeah, she was definitely given sex advice to all the SO servicemen, like, you need to cop the balls like this. That will give him the best orgasm. And then, like, <laughs> they're like, well, I guess we'll let her live. <laughs> She's also eight like, this or something. Take it out of this crazy holiday. It was like a child. Oh. Like, she wasn't, like, an adult. <laughs> oh, okay, so... So that's really inappropriate, then. That's some Michael Jackson shit. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the Germans did. Wow, Daryl. Yeah. They were into that Not... kinky bullshit. You hear all these like weird stories about like Hitler. I feel like I feel like the world has a secret Hitler fetish. You know what I mean? Of course. Or we just find out like weirder stuff about Hitler, and it's like, oh, he was syphilitic. He was addicted to meth. He, you know, he was into people pooping on his micro penis and stuff like that. Right, and it just, right. It's just getting like weirder and weirder to eventually it's just going to be like, you know, Hitler was just a nebula inside a human suit, you know, controlled by the eye of God to destroy, <laughs> right. you know. Did you know he had eight a tentacles? portion of the population. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And only one of them was addicted to meth. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've definitely heard all those yeah. stories. It's weird. I think, too, people do have a fetish for him. I think it is, like, this also, like, weird idea of, like, they want, like, their their villains to have this, like, weird depravity things. Like, it's, like, it just sells the villain more. I don't know why yeah. you don't need, like, six million Jews dying as enough of a, like, reason. 
to hate him. <laughs> but it, but it's also I was like on the fence about the six million Jews. But now that I know he likes doo doo, right? <laughs> now he's grody. Now yeah. he's like an insane man and a gross person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and I feel like that's the Why? thing. Like, more people know that he had like one ball than they know how many like Jews were slaughtered. Or could name, like, five concentration camps. <laughs> oh, I don't think I could name five concentration camps. What about two? Two? Yeah. Uh, well, but, but like, I feel like I'm probably getting hung up on, like, what was a work camp and what was a death camp. Oh, right. Because so, <laughs> there is a big difference. There, Yeah, there is. Um, I mean... Well, I won't give you... I, know uh, there's, I won't be that nitpicky. I know there's Auschwitz and Dachau. Yeah, I've heard That's, of those two. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So there you go. All you history buffs out there. There you go. Never fear. <laughs> and obviously you knew about the one ball thing. I don't... Maybe I knew about the one ball thing. I The most recent one I've heard is the micro penis pooping thing. Mm-hmm. That, Yeah. It is weird yeah. how like a lot of the like evil sex offender pedophile deprived weird shit that's going on from like these powerful dudes. It's always they have some weird dick. It's never like, oh yeah, and they had this huge massive dong and they're just well, yeah, throwing it around. He... Like it's like no, they have this weird crazy penis that looks more like a Cheeto. I mean, I feel like you're just talking about Donald Trump now. <laughs> and Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird how like the man who who jizzed on a ficus. That's <laughs> that was their defense. Like that was their strategy was to show all of the people in the courtroom and the jury that he had this weird fucked up penis and was like he couldn't have had sex with those women. Look at his dick. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Did they actually do this in the Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. Did you watch the Harvey Weinstein case or something? Yeah. I never heard this. They were I didn't hear about this at all. Look it up. There's definitely the defense was totally like bringing up. That's why like everybody found out that he has this like weird yeah like I don't know. I'm gonna people were describing since I've it got as, my computer open. Yeah, people like <laughs> the women were describing it as like he has a vagina, and it's like well if he has a vagina, how is he fucking your vagina? <laughs> Not Harvey trying to defend Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> but I just find like it's well, that's for, the weird that's defense. A nice like change of pace. They're like he couldn't have raped these women because look at how messed up his dick is. <laughs> weird dick. Yep. Okay. Look it up. Harvey Weinstein. Weird dick. All right. Here we go. Harvey Weinstein's disgusting deformity revealed from the New Zealand Herald. Okay. Well, now you know it's jurors be right. and Harvey Weinstein trials had to see photos of his dick. <laughs> see, of the dozens of women who've accused Harvey Weinstein of sexual assault, Jessica Mann is perhaps the least known. Her name only became public during this trial. She testified through tears that Weinstein raped her twice. She is one of four women to testify this week about alleged attacks at the hands of Weinstein. Today, though, the courtroom was stunned as Mann described Weinstein's anatomy. She testified she thought he was intersex, that he didn't have testicles, and it appears he has a vagina. Let's see, are they going to show pictures? They probably can't show pictures of it, can they? Are there pictures online? I don't want you to send them to me. But. <laughs> I don't want to see them, but I just heard reports that that's what they did in the trial. 
and obviously it didn't work, but it is like that's a weird defense. Oh well, here's a here's a courtroom drawing. Yeah, of of, of his the dick. of the of the uh, the jurors looking at naked pictures of Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. <laughs> so I just want to see like horrible faces on like eight of them, but like three of them are still like, hmm, that looks pretty nice. <laughs> One of them's got his arm under his trench coat. And it's just like, yeah. Just one's just yeah, show me your girl parts, Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> one's like puking into a paper bag. <laughs> it basically it looks like if uh, if Ken really let himself go, like if you <laughs> if you could cross Ken, the doll that's married to Barbie, with. Carl, the character from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, that's yeah. what these drawings look like. <laughs> Carl Bratananonaluski, yeah. We have the foreigner belt. Wait a second, is that from the 83 tour? Yeah, I saw those guys in the Meadowlands with Brian Adams. That was a kick-ass show. I totally copped this feel off this passed-out broad while they were playing Urgent. Every time I hear Urgent on the radio, I think of that girl's boobs and covered in vomit. I feel like Carl is definitely Harvey Weinstein, the real person. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent for show. <laughs> like if he never that's what became happens like if Harvey Weinstein's not successful. Yeah, <laughs> if he never became like the head of Miramax, he became Carl instead. Yeah, no, 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 totally, totally on the same page. Um, so that's what I've been doing during the quarantine. <laughs> Look it up. Looking up. Harvey Weinstein pictures dick. of deformed genitalia. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, that's um, that's productive. I mean, you're doing the Lord's work. Hey, I got something done today. All right, that's mm-hmm. technically the end of the day. What more can you ask? This is the weekend, so I mean, obviously, it doesn't really matter what days are in quarantine times. Putting in overtime. That's the truth. That's the truth. So yeah, I've been I've been doing. I've been working. I've been playing a lot of guitar. Just a lot. Uh, yeah, when are you, when are you putting out my, the album? Uh, uh, I mean, I have been recording a little bit just because I have the free time. I can't go out, obviously. I don't know. I <laughs> All mean, the songs about quarantine? Would, yeah, I mean, it's a weird time to be alive. Maybe I would release. <laughs> if I have time to record that much material, I'd probably release it somehow. But You should release it like as a... I need to make money. Please help me during these quarantine times. Oh, I'd feel so bad about that, though, because I am, I'm one of the few people I know that still has his job. So. Uh, you don't have to tell people that on the record. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all of my songs are like, they're, they're blues songs, and they're like, Please give me money. Here is my GoFundMe URL. Yeah. Don't mind that I still have a job. It doesn't pay me that much. (laughs) With a laptop on my regular desk, I just staged. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could definitely do that. Uh, I also like feel like Mm. you could do some sort of like Bob Dylan, you know, COVID outreach thing where it's like, you know, like a band aid, like where it's like we are the world, but yeah, but better. We are. (laughs) We are alone. We're isolated. Don't join hands, and if you go outside, wear a face mask. 
exactly. Yeah. It's a hit. <laughs> and then, yeah, we just get a... You, can you do a lot of uh, rock star impressions? Because you could get like a I, bunch I, of different like guest can, stars in it. I could do... I could probably do like Bruce Springsteen. I could probably yeah. do Dylan. Yeah, but yeah. Bruce, the boss of Dylan like could a be a Beatle or two. Yeah. Who? Who? Would you yeah. say? Yeah, I said I could do like a couple of Beatles, probably. Oh right, yeah. Probably do Paul. You know, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let let's see. hear some of these. Uh, I could do Ringo. <laughs> I want to hear Ringo that. Starr is the type of fucker who would. Do, do, um. Well, Ringo Ringo's like got the lower voice, right? Right. So yeah. Like, what would you say if I got a like that kind of right, and I mean, like they all kind of have the same accent because they're all from fucking. Well, Liverpool. that that is a good song for the coronavirus outbreak. Is the I get by with little help from my friends, <laughs> except I not physically. I go by with a little help from my friends, and um, or this quarantine is really putting the kibosh on it right now. Let me tell you, <laughs> I get TB from a little help from my friends. Oh, I get ramen noodles with a little help from my friends. <laughs> it's just... Do you need any hand sanitizer? <laughs> I just need Lysol wipes. Yep. Have you tried doing Instacart? <laughs> Daryl said it's not worth my time. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Practically writes itself. I mean, yeah, here we go. It's a hit. We just need to do a bunch of coronavirus parodies in different voices, different yeah. artists. Yeah, I did. You see, actually, Bob Dylan put out a new song recently. I saw that. I didn't. I didn't listen to it or anything. Don't. <laughs> yeah, it's not that great. I saw him. I feel like he saw him live. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> well, if you heard the new song, you can probably guess. He yeah. has like four notes left i mean he just he just sounds like he sounds like he has a jawbreaker in his mouth while he's singing yeah it's just like and then like it gets to the chorus and you figure out what song it is like do you mr jones like, oh, wait, I thought I loved that song. What the what the hell did you do to it? Right. <laughs> well, obviously, he's getting on in age. But, he, yeah, he's like the one rock star that sings from his pyloric valve. He's like... I mean, if you I listen to this... <laughs> if you listen to this new song, it literally sounds like he was just improving it on the spot and was like, yeah, that'll work. Like he literally came up with Probably. those lyrics on the spot. I mean the pro- the problem with you saying that though is that's kind of what he did in the '60s. It's just that he was also like a poetic genius with amphetamine psychosis, so it worked out really well mm-hmm. that he you know released an album every seven or nine months and. You know, just like kind of kept touring and kind of kept, you know, bringing new musicians into his circle. And like, you know, he was like, yeah, I'll I'll use this first take of Mike Bloomfield's guitar playing, which is like he's probably one of the best guitarists ever. 
not probably he definitely is and then like oh yeah i'll use this first take of robbie robertson's guitar playing you know he the band was his backing band so it fucking worked out because all those guys are great musicians you know mm-hmm. i mean they it, were called the just, band yeah well, and that's why they got that name is because they were Bob Dylan's band. They were the band. So, yeah. Fucking, it fucking worked out. I pulled into Nazareth Feeling about half past dead I just need to find a place Where I can lay my head Mr. Can you tell me where a man might find love that band it's amazing yeah did you ever see the yeah. last waltz They're, or the yeah you know what i haven't i haven't i should really go watch that because it's I really mean, i'm dope. a fan of everyone that's involved in it yeah i mean it's like neil young eric clapton who else like i want to say like joan baez or carly simon or someone mm-hmm. does a emmylou harris someone like that right right i think it might have actually been uh what's her face uh Joni Mitchell. Sitting in a park in Paris, France, reading the news, and it sure looks bad. They won't give peace a chance. That was just a dream some of us had. Still a lot of lines to see, but I wouldn't want to stay here. It's too old and cold and settled in its ways here. All the California, California, coming home. I'm gonna see the folks I dig. I'll even kiss a sunset pig. California, I'm coming home. Oh, Joni Mitchell's amazing. She yeah, is. Her voice is great. She's the, well. She's an amazing guitar player too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love uh, California. Consistently That's one underrated. of my favorite songs ever. Mm. Not just because I'm ca- yeah, from no. California. <laughs> yeah, no. I No, I, I love it. any song that's like from it. California because I'm from California. I like Hotel California and going to California. <laughs> and if you're going to San Francisco and do you know the way to San Jose and California dreaming? I love it I all. I wish they all could be California girls. <laughs> I'm a huge music fan as long as it's about California. Danny California, any Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Really. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll be that's, some sort that's of That's the most California thing you can be is a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. That's... I was going to say something sacrilegious and say I'm not a huge Chili Peppers fan. Oh my god, me neither. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, I like Flea. I, I mean, I like his bass playing, but their song writing and their whole, I don't know, it's just it just feels like, yeah. eh, okay, I get it. <laughs> well, I mean, you can be a fan. You can be a fan of individual musicians and not particularly of their output. 
I think like, like think of a fucking audio slave, right? Right. Like, I you know I like the instrumentals from Rage Against the Machine. I like the vocals from Soundgarden, but when you put them together, it doesn't really fucking work for me. I agree. You know? No, I'm a I I'm definitely on the same page. I'm not. I was never a huge Audio Slave fan. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I think about fucking Van Hagar, dude. Mm -hmm. It's like, did Eddie Van Halen suddenly become a shit guitarist? No, he was still awesome. It's just all of a sudden the songs were all like wimpy and stupid because, you know, fucking Cabo Wabo was on the mic. Right. (laughs) He's like, hey, guys, let's just chill. (laughs) Right? Yeah, man. (laughs) You know what this band needs is more songs about margaritas. Yeah. (laughs) About how hard it is being on the road. (laughs) <laughs> hey does anyone else's Birkenstock smell really bad like, <laughs> <laughs> any, has anybody seen my opposite. third pair of Birkenstocks <laughs> yeah man I need to get my white Birkenstocks man I'm a rock star <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile David Lee Roth is like discovering Steve Vai or well no that's not true Steve Vai played with a uh, he played with Zappa before he was in David Lee Roth's band, but uh, I think David yeah, Lee Roth David Lee now, Roth was he's a, a ninja or a samurai or something like that. I believe it. Like all those old metal guys are like super into other world cultures. It's because they were a lot of the first bands to ever go to those places, and they were like, you know what, guys, Peru's really cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously that's the one of the best perks about being a, a rock star or any type of famous person is that you get to travel a lot and then you get to see all these different cultures and go, wow, this is actually kind of better than where I was living in Simi Valley. <laughs> yeah. I When I worked at Ticketmaster, I got to interview um, Dave Mustaine, the Megadeth guy. Yeah. Just like the talking about at the store no 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 it was a telephone interview (laughs) okay (laughs) kind of kind of like what we're doing (laughs) right um and i'm the celebrity no um he's and uh he he was talking about this like uh this uh sage smudging ritual that uh that (laughs) like native americans did for him to like bless all his equipment and like cleanse him and stuff because they knew that he was like i guess he like really got involved in Native American rituals and, like, has been kind of really supportive of that community or some shit. Sure. They, like, blessed all his fucking 200-watt amplifiers, and and they were like, all right, now go split some fucking eardrums, Dave Mustaine. And he was like... Hell yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would definitely let somebody do that, and I wouldn't even necessarily be a believer, but I'd definitely be like, if you want to do it, and it makes... if. I can see some sort of weird placebo effect come from it, then hell yeah, you need to do that more often. But I feel like that's maybe what religion is, is kind of like, you know, somebody said, man, I wish something good would happen to me, and then something cosmically did, and they're like, oh, shit, that tree's listening to me, or that whatever is listening now. (laughs) I mean, a lot of of beliefs, I think, are, are like that, where it's like, 
you know, it's just nice to know that someone's thinking about you. And then maybe it like, you know, you you got a little pep in your step and you're like, yeah, I'm going to play the fuck out of Hangar 18 tonight, you know? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> but then you have this like, you know, like correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation. Yeah. But the correlation definitely is like, nah, the coral, like I did this crazy dance and suddenly it started raining. So now I'm doing a dance every time I need it to rain. <laughs> yeah. But you're like, that never like... happened. Like, you just were lucky, or it just was this cosmic happenstance that it worked out that way. And now you're, like, taking it as this, like, no, it's really, that's the reason why it happened. But I also feel like if you, you can pick up on subconscious things and then deploy the rain dance, maybe, when it's about to rain anyway. Right. You'll be it's like, all cloudy. Mm, and you're like, we should. These re- clouds are pretty gray. <laughs> like, Let's start dancing. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a slight breeze and the humidity is at seventy six percent. Let's do that dance again, guys. You know, well, it's the shaman. It's the one smart dude that's looking at the gray clouds and going, hmm, maybe it's the gray clouds, actually, not us dancing. But then he tells all the dummies right when the gray clouds are coming. Hey, start dancing. It's because of the dancing. He quickly. (laughs) He like hides his barometer back in his teepee and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. do the dance, do the dance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He has a Doppler radar in his teepee. And he- yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that, what's that giant metal box outside your teepee that says Doppler? You know? <laughs> Don't worry, nosy too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Asks too many questions. <laughs> yeah. That's the... <laughs> yeah, speaks in hyperbole. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, I feel like uh, That's... there's definitely a lot of this, like, with this pandemic going around where people are just thinking to themselves, like, you know, they're seeing all these correlations. And I'm like, but is that causation? Is there, like, I get it. I get it. You know, like like with people getting sick now, it's like they're automatically going like, uh-oh, it's the coronavirus. And you're like, no, it's just the normal viruses that we've already had for hundreds of years. And they're like, no, but it's the new no, one. I mean, it's got to be the new one. <laughs> I want the new one. <laughs> I swear. They get, they get very, like, Veruca Salt about it. They're like, I want the new disease, daddy. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of people. It's yeah. weird with Instacart. No, I mean... Like another, I just uh, told you, Christina had a cold, and the whole time she has like a wet cough, and I'm like, "Babe, you don't have it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's specifically a dry cough. Like you have phlegm. This is not that thing. You're just really sick." Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> but it is weird. I remember I was, one. <laughs> I was talking to a few people that I still talk to occasionally from college, and. Uh, mm-hmm. The group chat that I was Boyfriends. in was, um, they were like, <laughs> no, they were uh, talking about this guy that just in our group that just passed away, and everybody was automatically like, was it coronavirus? Was it coronavirus? And like, it turned out like he just had a heart attack, and everybody almost kind of was like, hmm, oh yeah, was it a heart attack caused by? complications of coronavirus yeah <laughs> does was there any type of way it could be connected to this and you're obviously want to tell on my like, mind right now all the time yeah 
but that's the thing I wanted to tell him. It's like, no, it's the something, it's the one thing that he's probably going to die and all of you are going to probably die from. (laughs) (laughs) They're like licking pork grease off their finger from the spare ribs they're eating. Right. Like, is it coronavirus that killed him? (laughs) Hold on. Let me drink some more Mountain Dew. Right. (laughs) What what store did he go to last? I don't want to go there. I'm only going to Lucille's from now on. There's right, I'm getting it Lucille's delivered. and Claim Jumper. That's it for me. I'm I'm living healthy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy too. Like, oh my god, I was. I mean, I was the last time I was doing this podcast was at the beginning of like when everybody was kind of just shutting down. Maybe mm-hmm. like three or four weeks ago, and um, I mean, obviously, I was talking lightly about that. I was calling it like, this is just like a canker store. It's like you catch it and you don't have it anymore and no big deal. But now I, I, I will retract my statement and say it's not like that. I mean, you don't die from canker sores. But yeah, also, it is just like less than 1% of the people that are catching it dying from it. Well, but... I mean, yeah, the numbers are increasing. We don't have appropriate testing. Yeah. The more testing we have, the more people we're going to realize have it. For sure. Thing. For sure. I mean, I keep seeing this meme about, like, you know, it's Trump saying, like, it's basically going to be zero in a couple of days. And then, like, they keep showing the days where it keeps increasing, increasing, increasing into, like... If he could just stop fucking talking about it, because that... I think he's egging on the virus. The virus is like, oh, yeah, motherfucker. You want to see what I can fucking do with your fucking Cheeto dick? He's Watch using me his, go, fucking, you know? uh, his WWE skills to be like a heel to the coronavirus. Yeah, I know. The coronavirus is very macho man Randy Savage right now. It's very like... Snap into an immune system. Right. (laughs) Do you know, can you smell what Trump is cooking? Oh, you can't? That's one of the first symptoms. And that's the bottom line, because the coronavirus says so. Yeah. Can I get a hell yeah? Uh, Speaking of which, (laughs) as we're recording this, WrestleMania is going on tonight. Is okay. So, are they doing WrestleMania with or without fans? They are doing it without the audience, but it's still going on, and it's going to be two days, Sunday and Saturday, and it's three hours each day. And I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to be some sort of spectacle either way. I mean, either it's going to be a huge shit show, or it, they'll be able to pull it off in Can some you way. You imagine? Could you imagine The Rock playing to zero audience? Like, how <laughs> weird that would be? It is. I mean, well, they've Can been I doing it. Can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> like, they've been doing it up for the last, like, you know, since the pandemic's been going on. They haven't shut down at all. And it is weird to see, like, Raw and SmackDown and these types of normal environments that have a shitload of watch, people. Do you watch professional wrestling? I have from time to time. I have been since the quarantine because, uh, yeah, it's just, there's, there's less to do. Yeah, so. yeah, less to do. And I'm I'm a big wrestling fan. Not I wouldn't say the biggest, but I definitely have had. I think um, my fair I share think, of like, it. Like the thing that surprised me more is, um, I, like getting into comedy. I've never been in a group of people where there's so many people that are like outspoken wrestling fans mm-hmm. like 
not like no shame about it. They're not closet wrestling fans or anything. They're just like, oh yeah, man, like fucking Jericho or you know whatever, and they just they fucking love it. It's nuts. Well, I think it's a lot like you know any type of performing or in a way where I feel like it's a lot of just everything rolled into one because you can be like I think that's why comedy or comedians like gravitate towards it because it's like this spectacle. It's like this live energy of like I don't know what's oh, going to sure. happen and you got this like weird semi like it's scripted but not scripted. Yeah, no, no, no. I heard um I listened to a radio lab on it sure. one time. Um, and this guy, I listened to a bunch really of nerds well. talk about it. Well, no, they were, they were talking about like, um, how, uh, you know, Sean Hart, like retired from the, from the WWF and how he, uh, he was going to switch over to WCW or whatever the, or NWO, I forget. And they were going to pay him a lot more money. Sure. And he like wanted to go out you know, he was going to retire as the champion of the WWF because he was so popular. And then, um, uh, who was it? Uh, was it Brett Hart or Brett? Uh, yeah, Brett Shawn Michaels, Michaels or something like that. Shawn Michaels, Brett uh, Hart. Right, 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 right. So it was Brett Hart, like, came in and sneak attack, pinned him, and won the championship. Yep. And then, like, left because it was it was Shawn Michaels' last. Uh, last WWF event ever. And it was like, it was kind of seen as bad form because it like went against script. Oh, hell yeah. But then it like, it created, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it like, it, but it created all of these, uh, all of these sort of uh, um, real important things for the paradigm of professional wrestling. Like prior to that, Vince McMahon hadn't really been a character in professional wrestling. And then he became the brass you know right the man where it's like or the corporation yeah 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 we're now like every every three nights he's like i'm gonna make you fight triple h and like you know Mm -hmm. and everyone's like what no you know and yeah it just it just sort of like put a lot of that in motion but at any rate the only reason i really brought it up is because the guy mentioned you know everyone when you tell them you watch professional wrestling they'll tell you Oh, well, you know, it's fake. And it's like, no one says that when you walk out of a movie theater. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, waiting to exhale is fake. You know? <laughs> yeah, of course. I know that. I'm, I'm watching it to fucking be entertained, you know? <laughs> like, you know, none of that <laughs> stuff in Pulp Fiction happened, right? You know none of that was real. Yeah. <laughs> You know that Black Panther isn't real, right? Like, yeah, duh. Like, <laughs> I have eyeballs, man. Like, yeah, I I used to always tell that to people too. It's like stop correlating it or comparing it to sports. It's not sports. It's compare it to a TV show. You know, compare it to CSI or something like that. You know, obviously you have a feeling like the guys from CSI are going to catch the bad guy at the end. But you still tune in for it, right? Yeah, I mean it's you're not it's a like, lot like a eh. it's like a soap opera. It is but with suplexes, you know. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's everything. I mean, it's, it's just like you literally are watching. You you'll laugh. You'll see what uh, a crazy stunt. You'll see some weird like melodramatic drama, and then you'll just see it all like repeat in like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But I will say, like yeah. it, it is like definitely geared towards a younger audience. It's not like I feel like I get more stigma for that. Not necessarily like uh, you know it's fake, right? You know you're dumb for watching something fake. It's like it's not fake. It's scripted, but also. I understand it's for 13-year-olds, too. <laughs> but I do feel yeah, like, no. yeah, when you get into, like, WCW and those types of uh, late 90s types of eras where they were competing, um, you do have the Attitude Era and, like, more of a uh, adult uh, demographic emerge from those tubes, like, types of environments. Do you know that China died? Yeah, she died a long time ago. Yeah. Rest no. in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, China. She was she was like was she like six feet tall? Easily. She was a she was a tall lady. <laughs> she was definitely a handsome she woman. Was... <laughs> hey, that might have been like one of my earliest sexual experiences. That yeah. and like seeing Kate Winslet's boobs in Titanic. Didn't we talk about this last I time? I do feel like we oh, were talking oh, about oh. that, yes. Uh also yes, I... how you got you got a hand job pre Kate Winslet whipping out a tip in yeah. Titanic. I got when to you see were the... like thirteen years old, <laughs> which is so amazing. I got to see the tit in my refractory period. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there in your own slop, mm-hmm. <laughs> watching that tit and being like, "Oh, that hand job would be better now." Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't eat that popcorn, just to let you know. I'm fine. I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> I f- oh. No, I remember that's also what, that's China. That's what they call movie theater butter right there. <laughs> <laughs> China, she had a Playboy issue out as well. I remember uh, perusing as a young youth. Oh, man. I'd, I'd look that up, but I feel like if I look that up right after looking up Harvey Weinstein's deformed penis, <laughs> then like, I'll this, probably start getting like really weird ads on Facebook. Yeah, you know this guy's mean? into like, some weird stuff. It's Harvey says into some gender bending stuff. Okay, listen. I just want to think about Harvey Weinstein fucking China. That's what I'm into. <laughs> Instead of the fleshlight, I start getting ads for the flesh puddle. Yeah, you know? like just, <laughs> or like a China just, blow up doll. It's just a blob with eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely like. I feel like I would be like aroused, but also scared at the same time. But may- but maybe that's what made me more aroused. Is that, mm. like, don't hurt me. It's you the know, fear of <laughs> don't yeah. manhandle me. Oh. I'm a big you know, boy. I'm a delicate flower. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> why not? I want to say uh, I, mean, I was definitely into Stephanie McMahon. She was definitely on my list, and Stephanie people would McMahon say she was definitely was a little pretty, mm-hmm. or had some mannish features. That's a huge bitch. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. She came from a wrestling family, I think. Yeah. Hey, do you isn't the Rock's daughter really hot? Yeah, yeah. She's. I mean, I mean, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Her mom's probably a supermodel. You know. I feel like his like niece is um, in wrestling right now. Uh, I forget her name, but she's. I think she's going to be like performing that, yeah. tonight, and but she's definitely not like a small girl she's definitely a bigger mm-hmm. not like fat or anything but definitely definitely got some uh some size to her that's a huge bitch well i mean all the all the wrestling women have to be like 
a certain height, right? Uh, and I mean, not they, really. They I wind mean, up being... They're definitely getting pretty no. diverse in their uh, roster now, especially with the ladies. I mean, there's definitely women that are like 5'3 wrestling. Like, they're barely able to get off the, like, over the third rope. Damn. But I think it's more so like they're... J- Obviously, the smaller girls are like more athletic, more gymnastic. You know, they they're doing more stuff mm-hmm. than just uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. big broad moves. Get it? Broad yeah. moves. Broad, because <laughs> they're broad. broad city. Yeah. Since you have been on the show before, it is seeming weird to right. do the the questions at the end of the show that I normally do because you've already done those. I will answer any questions about Harvey Weinstein's genitals. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> So I feel like I don't want to ask those questions that I normally do, but maybe I'll just roll into other stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. What else do you yeah, feel like keep it uh, fresh. you want to talk about before we shove on out of here? Um, What do I want to talk about? I don't know. I mean, I basically, you know, we're all, we're all quarantined. It's just me and the dogs and my wife right now. Um, what are you she's gonna... finally back in action. What are you going to be most wanting to do once everything goes back to the way it was? Dude, just, this sounds so dumb. It's like 90% food stuff. Like, right. 90% like, yeah, I just want to like, go man, to a restaurant. I can't wait to go to a Taco Bell again, you know? Right. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like nothing even fancy, you know? Right. I'm like, well, like, like probably like want to go to a sushi restaurant. Oh, yeah. That would be high up on the fucking list. I feel like you can uh, still get yeah. it delivered, but it definitely loses some, a little bit of something. <laughs> Mostly taste yeah. and flavor. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Taco Bell, you have to eat it as soon as possible, or else it's just mm-hmm. it just becomes one big blobby mold of the same cheesy flavor, you know? Well, also, when you don't have a homeless person sneezing on it beforehand, it just loses a little bit of, you know, that extra flavor. You need the sneezing. Yeah. The sneezing. That's, that's what makes the flavor complete. Yeah. Um I'll be I'll be looking forward to um I was actually uh kind of redoing my uh my second room to where it was going to be set up really well for music and recording. Um like like you know vocals and stuff as well. Right. Um and uh I I had to put like all of that on hold. We got a bunch of stuff that we were going to donate and obviously we can't donate anything right now. So yeah, I mean that get back on that tip. Um and then yeah, I just felt like when the quarantine started happening, I I was in a really good place with my stand up and a really good place with my comedy. You know, hopefully out of this I can um I mean, I've been doing more stuff on Instagram, so hopefully I can keep that going and keep people interested in that. But I don't know. Well, you know, I definitely want to get back into comedy. Definitely want to keep getting my, my space to where it's good, you know? Right. So do you feel like you're going to have a hot new minute or five minutes on the coronavirus or, you know, I, I honestly like, I feel like I think of more material when I'm actually out at mics and working on material. I don't know that I have like anything new and like the last thing 
I probably want to talk about when we get out of this is the fucking coronavirus, man. It's already <laughs> taken so much time from me. Yeah. I'm not going to give it any of my fucking stage time, you know? <laughs> like, I agree. I'm definitely wanting yeah. to, like, have this be over so I can, yeah, stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I feel, Yeah, and I feel like just everyone's going to come back and they're going to be, like, super hacky and they're going to be like, yep. oh, yeah. We we all look like vampires now, you know, or just like some some bullshit. And... Right, they're just gonna regurgitate some meme they saw, and you're like, dude, I already read that meme, and it wasn't even funny when I read it. Unless it was about Tiger King, in which case, <laughs> all those memes are hilarious. Those are all. I good. feel like the memes are better than any person's like five minute take on it. Oh yeah, Carol Basket. Yep, that lady that profits over $1.5 million sucking on your heartstrings about shit on the internet that ain't even true. Yeah, no. For Tiger King? Yeah, for for Tiger King. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was like, what COVID-19 Yeah, A lot of the COVID-19 memes, I'm like, you guys are really like just trying to make... I mean, I guess it's okay to try and make light of this shitty situation that we're in, but some of them just aren't funny enough. To be like, Ugh, why are you reminding me? Like, you know, I I'm trying to escape it on social media. Right, right. And, yeah, it's know? it's weird how like you use all these things like podcasts and whatever to try to escape it, but then the podcast and everything that you end up watching still talks about it, and you're like, I'm watching you, so I don't have to hear about it. And now the thing that yeah normally this is doesn't all talk I think about <laughs> all day. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that yeah. was the whole point of why I was trying to do these podcasts during the quarantine is like, oh, give people like a chance to not think about it. And then I end up talking about it the whole time on the podcast. Yeah, because it's like, what have you been up to lately? You got any dates coming up? And it's like, oh, uh, you know, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would be cool to do some less, like, you know, um, <laughs> they should have a new dating app for, that emerges out of this. And it's just like FaceTime. But for dating and you yeah. just like, you know, date people over, uh, you know, a secure private chat room. And then I feel like that's any asexual dating service. <laughs> I feel like that probably already exists. It's just deployed mostly by asexual people. There was this one. I want to say Hinge used to have this feature where you could uh, send like a little seven or ten second clip or video of you you know answering a question or instead of it just being you know some text prompt and i always Mm -hmm. thought that that was a better way to yeah express your personality it was like you know you could actually see the person first of all and then you Mm -hmm. actually hear their inflections and how they you know present themselves instead of it just being what kind of pies do you like and then it just says apple (laughs) you're like that's like okay so you told me you like apple pie but it's not you didn't do it in a creative way or anything. Yeah, it's and, just me reading some text. <laughs> well, yeah. And that, like, I think, too, um, there were so many times when I did online dating that just people take the best angle photos of themselves yes. and put them on there. And it's like, oh, you don't you don't look like that at all. That's a huge bitch. Like, and not. <laughs> You're not a girl at not, all. Not that, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You look exactly like Gilligan. Why are you why are you dressed like ginger? What's going on here? I gotta get a coconut, man. Like why do you keep calling me little buddy? <laughs> That's not a thing. 
No, I feel like you that, said you were a headhunter. I thought that was a different thing. <laughs> I would I would like to see that feature come back on like some dating apps, especially in these times, because it's weird. Like I keep getting like these random, you know, like these spam emails. Most of the spam emails are all about like stay indoors, stay indoors, you know, and they're all from these different companies like, you know, PetSmart and Taco Bell or whatever. <laughs> And uh, but, uh, if you want to go outdoors, you should definitely shop at our store. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, they are always getting, saying like pretty our delivery this. and takeout is still available in case you want, you know, a shitload yeah. of Subway still. And- no, I told you that like I the, the just like the week after everyone went into quarantine in L.A., I just got an email from Apple that was like, oh, the new like. AirPad Plus, and it was just—it mm-hmm. was just like a normal ad, and I was like, "Wow, how like quaint and refreshing that they're just like, give us money, you know? Right? Like, they're not they're <laughs> during not, like, this apocalypse. Us, like, hey, we're still open. <laughs> you you might die, but like, if you don't, like, please buy an iPad, you know? Like, they're, right, right. <laughs> they're just like getting to the point. But that's the thing, though, is that a lot of those businesses are still like kind of sales trying to present this idea of like be safe, blah, blah, blah. But OkCupid and like Hinge and all these dating apps are still sending me emails saying like, hey, these people might like you. Go out and meet them today, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you know we're in a fucking coronavirus outbreak? (laughs) I'm not going to go just meet some new people right now. (laughs) Well, you know, just, you know, just like FaceTime them. And you know, show them show them your weird junk, and you know if they if they like it, you know, like here's some people that little... you can't talk to or won't meet for another forty five days, <laughs> but they might like you. <laughs> it's like what they'll they'll forget about you right after you message them, but mm-hmm. you should reach out to them now because uh, that's the only way we make money. So, man, I went on this date or two dates with this woman um, kind of a couple weeks before the Corona outbreak. And it was funny because like the first date was great. The first date was amazing. And then the second date just went horribly the opposite way. And um, Mm -hmm. I ended up like texting her and then she ended up like ghosting me and just not really responding back. And I was like, whatever. Okay, cool. I guess that's what we do now in this world. But then once the like outbreak hit, I was definitely like thinking to myself, like if I was a vindictive person, I would definitely be like, I'm going to text this woman. Hey, by the way, uh, I got tested positive for coronavirus and then just block her. (laughs) Just let her think, just let her stew in it. (laughs) But I'm not that guy. Uh, I feel like you get, you get kicked off of, uh, okay. Cupid for that. um, (laughs) Must be. Must be hard. You'd have to find a different email address and yeah. <laughs> sign back. Oh man, it's gonna be at least twenty minutes extra before I get another pseudo well, you horrible copy date. And paste your profile text now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess in a weird way, like this quarantine has made me more lonely, but also it does make me feel like, well, you are. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You want to talk about it? You doing all right, man? It's, it's, You're going to be okay. It's okay, man. I just haven't felt the touch of a woman in a long time. Yeah, it's okay, man. Just let it out. Just let it all out. It is weird, though. Like It's like I'm not even wanting to uh, you know, have sex with her. I just want to hold her hand. Like that's I can't even do that now. 
I just want to be in the same room yeah, as somebody. That would be dope. Again. <laughs> yeah. That's why when you're like, what's the first thing you do when you get out of quarantine? I'm like, man, I might try that new red velvet pancakes from Denny's, you know? <laughs> like I don't I don't even fucking know. Just just like going and doing anything. Even if it's shitty, I'll just be like, oh, God, thank God I'm out of the apartment, you know? It will be novel again to just do, like, mundane stuff. Like, remember how cool bowling is? (laughs) You're like, yeah, no. No? I'll be like, (laughs) it'll just be nice to, like, go somewhere else and be disappointed for a change. Right. I mean, like, oh, that movie wasn't very good. Like, but at least least I'm outside. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I forgot how the sun felt on my flesh. I was just going to say, it's getting to be, what, an hour and a half, give or take? Yeah, we're rolling up on that. Let's uh, shove on out of here. Okay. Zach, cool. well, thank I'm gonna, you. I'm going to hit stop. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, we so definitely got to throw out the social medias and all that bullshit. Yeah, totally. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at Zach Snacks, Z-A-X-X-S-N-A-X-X. You'll see my reviews of my records from my record collection on uh, on my stories there. Uh, and then you'll see my comedy whenever this horrible pandemic is over. <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess pretty easy yeah. now to not push dates. It's like, there are no dates forever. Yeah, there are no dates. Uh, you, well, you can hear me on uh, the Robert Land podcast, I right? guess. Uh, I usually... I usually do voices and the theme park minutes for that. I'm writing for that. Um, That's still going on. Um, And, uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Zach, this is cool to do. Um, I'm glad to definitely hang out and talk to you for a little bit, even though it's not in person. Great. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you know, that's that's not an option anymore, so this this will have to do. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like I'm talking to, like, an AI or some sort of, like, you're not real, but you are real. You have selected isolation and loneliness. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zach, you were great. Thanks again. Guys, follow me on the liner notes. You've been listening to... 